This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's a 7 o'clock hour. We got a lot to do with this hour. Uh, we are going to call into uh, question yeah. the experts of this world. Do you realize no one, not one single person predicted correctly 14-3 and three for the Eagles? No. Not a one. Well, that's a yeah. – Not a one. Yeah. And, and we're going to hold them accountable for dumb things they said in the next segment. But on the line now is the closest thing to an expert in football we've ever met from the uh, Gridiron Genius books. He's on the second one right now. And GM Shuffle podcast, the legendary Mike Lombardi. Hi, Mike. Good morning, everyone. Hey, Mike, is this your favorite weekend mm-hmm. of the year? Yeah, you know, it is. I mean, you get a lot of games, and hopefully they're good games and uh, a lot of uh, back and forth, and, and we'll see how teams are, are actually playing. I think, uh, you know, the, this is the, the regular season really doesn't count at this point. It's kind of how you match up to the team you're playing and, and how you handle that. I, I think it's, too, it's about the strategy of the coaches. I think how they, how they understand what happened in the past it will dictate what happens in the future. How different is it uh, strategizing for a playoff game versus the regular season? I think you got to be a little, a little bit less cavalier. I think the I was just writing about this for sit online. Uh, you know, when Frank Wright was in Indianapolis and he went to Buffalo and he was kind of he turned down points and and that game he was chasing points the, the rest of the game. He turned down points at the end of the half. We saw Andy Reid last year turn down points at the end of the half and then go on to get beat by Cincinnati. I, I think you've got to be, you know, it's that great Springsteen line. Sometimes I can't tell my courage from my desperation. I think sometimes you got to balance that. You can't be desperate, but you got to be courageous. And I think you got to know that. And, and I think the great strategists of the game will play the game that way. And they may take some chances or some risk, but the rewards are far greater. And I think that that's what, what really matters most. It's a different game, right? The, under, the scores are very tighter. Field position matters. The return game matters. You know, penalties start to matter. Everything matters more. Yeah, it's, that's what makes it so much fun. Uh, which of these six games, Mike, are you looking forward to the most? You know, I think, I, I think I'm looking to see Dallas play Tampa. I'm definitely yep. looking forward to Jacksonville. I'm, look, let's face it now. The AFC has all – but, you know, not counting Hurts, not counting Mahomes in this round, the, the, the top quarterbacks really are the AFC for Burrow, Herbert, Allen, and Lawrence. And so you get to see Burrow, you get to see Herbert versus Lawrence. I think that's a great matchup. So I'm really looking forward to Jacksonville, uh, 
Los Angeles on Saturday night. But I think there's one thing that's really clear about this round is over the last 62 wild card games, Angela, the wild card playoff games, the spread is insignificant. Yeah. If you pick, if you pick the winner, you're 54-7-1 against the spread. Wow. Which is remarkable. So really, what it says to you is just pick the winner. Now we know picking the winners are hard, right? We, I mean, there were only three guys remaining in the Circus Survivor contest out in Las Vegas, out of six thousand people. You know, it's wow. hard to pick winners each week. That's amazing. All right, uh, I did not know this stat until yesterday, Mike. Uh, the Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady. He's seven and zero against them. Is this the time they can do it? I think this is the best time for them to do it. It's up perfectly. I think that the Cowboys, as we've known, are really not very good as the team that's being hunted. I think they're better off being the hunters. Uh, And I think whenever they are at home and, you know, they have the number one seed and the Giants, the wild card, come in there in 07 and beat them or last year when San Francisco beats them, I think what happens to teams, and we saw this in the the championship college football game, right? Whenever a team doesn't play good one week, and Kirby Smart was fortunate. His team didn't play well against Ohio State, and he said it at the podium. And then that next week, he could talk to his team about how better how we have to improve. That's a powerful for a coach. McCarthy got that. His team didn't play well in Washington. So yeah. now he's got their full attention. If they don't play well this week, I'd be surprised. I think this is their best opportunity. This is not a great Bucks team. They have yet to turn the corner. I mean, they beat Carolina, but if you really study the tape in the Carolina game, you know, Carolina was without starting corners and their backup corner. And so Evans has three touchdown passes, long touchdown passes against a corner who's probably not going to be in football next year. If J.D. Horn played for the Panthers, he got injured the week before, they would have won the game. Wow. I, I, I got to know this, though. I, I'm really I'm hoping for a Cowboy matchup with the Eagles next week. Is that a smart thing to root for? Or should I? I mean, I don't think the Seahawks are going to beat uh, San Francisco. And I yeah. think I don't want to see the Giants again. I'd rather see the Cowboys. What do you think? I think you're going to get the Giants. I mean, I, that's kind oh. of what I'm gearing towards because I think the Giants, look, the Giants went in there the last time they played. They were a five and a half point dog. They covered, they lost, they had chances. Minnesota team now isn't quite as good as that Minnesota team was when they were the five and a half point underdog. They're, they're a three point underdog now. The offensive line for Minnesota is kind of be- is rest- messed up right now. The right tackle, Brian O'Neill's out. The center, Burry's probably out. So they're going to have to do a lot of maneuvering and shifting in an offensive line that wasn't elite to begin with. So I think that's going to cause some problems. Then you had Kirk, the, the layer of Kirk Cousins playing in these high-profile games. When does he play all in these games? We don't see it. So the Giants, you know, they manage the game well. They get the game to the fourth quarter. They don't make mistakes. They don't beat themselves. And we know this Minnesota defense is not very good. And so well, I think it sets up well for the Giants. I don't, I don't like – Seeing the Giants again because I'm frustrated by what happened last weekend, Mike. I think you have to throw that out of the window. I mean, no, they were Mike, I, I, I think I, they were in half half mind. I'm very consistent in what I don't like about this Eagles team, and it's the coordinators, and especially you got a guy that you're telling me is hurt like hell. That's what your terms are, and you dial up the first nine plays are all passes. Tell me in what world that makes any sense, Mike. It, well, I mean, I think what you're talking about is strategy, understanding how to play the game to win the game, right? I mean, I and to preserve my quarterback, that too. Exactly. I think that is a concern. I think strategy of some of these, and when they subcontracted out, now 
we're blaming dators, but you know, Seriani's got to be able to get there and say, "Hey, look, I, I, we need to really try to figure out and never figure out how to run the ball." They they were playing their backups. I mean, this was a game that all we had to do was get the lead, get him healthy, and get the hell out of here, and and that could have happened. But I, I think you're right. Now, look, the both of those coordinators are up for head coaching jobs, Angelo. So somebody's not listening to you. No, but you told me last week you didn't think either one was ready to be a head coach. I don't and, think they are. I think it's a, it, it, it's the difference between being ready. Like the Eagles, Seriati might not have been ready, but the Eagles coached him to coach him up. I mean, if you go from the, his first press conference to where he is now, he's been right. coached. Yes. He's, they, they've worked at him to become a head coach. I'm not dismissing his talents. I'm just saying they, they've done what most organizations should do. They coach the coach. And if these guys go to some other place, not to be able to be coached. I mean, Kyle Morris up for an interview job. If you watched him call plays, you would be more frustrated. Yes. <laughs> no, but here's the thing, Mike. And on the other side of the ball, that's Davis Webb. He's, not, he's never thrown a ball in the NFL. You give him 16 points in the last 22 minutes? What kind yeah. of defense are you playing? That doesn't well, make any sense. It, it, well, it hasn't made sense. I mean, I think the secondary for Philly and the way he plays is going to be is going to cause some issues. Now, you know, if they get to San Francisco, it's not going to show up until they get to San Francisco because I don't think the Giants will have enough to beat, beat them. Okay. You know, and, and I don't think that can. But look, I do think it's going to come down to whether they have to play San Francisco or, or, or when an AFC team. When they play an AFC team, which will have an elite quarterback in it, it'll either yeah. be Mahomes, it'll be Allen, it'll be Burrow. It could be Herbert. I mean, that's when it's going to get tricky. That's yeah. when it's going to get tricky. And and I think that's the issue you're really complaining about. Because if Webb do this, what what will Herbert do? What will Burrow do? What would Mahomes do? Yeah, exactly. Mike Lombardi, all you do is dazzle. Love talking to you, Mike. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Angela. Mike Lombardi with uh, tremendous insights. Al, the, the clear message he was sending. This is a guy who is in football for yeah. decades and decades, right? He doesn't think these coordinators are that good either. He doesn't. He didn't say not good. He said not ready. Not ready. They go 14-3, and and that's great unless you actually watched all the games. And you go, how do you throw nine in a row when you tell me that the quarterback's hurt? What am I supposed to believe, what you're telling me or what you're doing? Because it's not – it doesn't make sense. Well, the question is, I mean, did anybody think Sirianni was ready? No. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't care what they do when they leave here. Well, no, I don't like them as coordinators. Well, I would demote them okay. at the end of the year. <laughs> oh you understand? <laughs> I would demote. The, I don't think either of these guys make any sense to me. Well, I've been trying to. I, I booked Marcus Hayes because he talked to the owner. Yeah. You know what I really want to know? Remember those Tuesday meetings they had with Doug Peterson? Yes. It, it kind of. Grease the skids for him to leave. They would meet him every Tuesday. Yeah. Then and then they, they would kind of yeah. give them input into what they wanted to see. Right. And Doug started to push back on that because he wanted his own assistance, all that stuff. Yeah. I, is, is Jeff Lurie and Howie Roseman, are they in there at those meetings they on don't have Tuesday? Them. They don't have I don't them. think they have them anymore. Well, I think they they have something. Lesson. I'm sure there's they, something. You know what? Well, they yeah, they yes. reschedule it for Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe that. Well, I, I believe, can, I believe they're I, imposing I, I, their will. I don't understand how you can go interview during 
a season. Uh, yeah, only, I mean, well, they got the bye. That's a distraction, be, Al, because yeah. it was unfair to yeah. the coaches who were in the playoffs, right? Because the teams would interview guys whose teams weren't in the playoffs, and they would get the jobs. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you, but yeah. it was it was unfair to those guys. I would guys. not be happy about that. If no, I, I, uh, Steichen did one this week. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what I, think I heard. I think it was virtual. I, I think it's no, virtual No, but tomorrow. I am going to tell you I have information no one has. Oh, I can't oh, wait to hear boy. this. The first nine questions <laughs> that they asked Steichen, he passed. What? <laughs> You're unbelievable. All nine. God. John's up from Boo Center City. Man. John, good morning. You're on 94 WIP. Hey, how you doing, guys? I'm, I'm great, uh, John. What are you thinking this morning, Johnny? I'm changing the subject a little bit. I'm a big uh, Sixers fan and very disappointed in Doc's adjustments last night. Oh, sorry, what was that? that uh, Johnson, what that, that, that was night? what you would call a scheduled loss. That's what was going on <laughs> yesterday. That was brutal. How does that happen at home, John? I know, at home with, a, with your full roster, and you oh. put on that sad of performance in the middle quarters. Well, the other coach had the, uh, the spots to play a zone against uh, a team that doesn't have any good – uh, interior passing at all, and Joel Embiid still thinks he's a point guard. Yeah. He's clearly five, six inches taller than everybody on the other team. Only got the ball within 10 feet four times. Scored all four times. Yeah, Doc is very lucky right now, John. Although they've been winning, once this is over with the Eagles, the focus is going right to Doc Rivers and how good or not good a coach he is. I, no I, doubt about I it. I will tell you this, though. Yep. They are, I mean, you're watching history with Joel Embiid. He's, the numbers he's putting yep. up offensively are incredible. They are very flawed defensively. In, in other words, they are choosing not to play defense. Having said that, there is no clear-cut runaway team in the NBA at this moment. So you can yep. have that conversation with the Sixers, even though they have significant flaws. I guess. I, I am lumping uh, Doc Rivers in with our coordinators. I don't care for him either. <laughs> 215-592-9499. Julie's coming up next. She has rules on technology, Al, like John Tortorella. John, I need from you a winner or a weasel. Me? Yeah. You're John a from winner? Center City. Yeah. The, the weasel's got to be uh, – I'm, I'm the – I'm not a big fan of Doc Rivers. He's the worst coach right. in, in the Doc Rivers, no, Weasel of the Week. week. Nah. Not this week, but a good choice most weeks. 215-592-9494. When we return to our week, I got to talk about the experts. Because you know what I realized? You taught me this years ago. What is that? No one actually knows anything. No. No one <laughs> knows anything. No. 215-592-9494. WIP Sports Time is 716 do I have to explain to you that when you have a champion, in order to be a champion year after year, to have a dynasty, it starts with the people at the top, and that's the case with MHS Lift. Andy and Brett Levin have been part of that association back to where their dad owned it, and there's one thing that has been the calling card of MHS Lift all these years. Go to be the best. Be excellent in every category. And that's why they have been and have all the trophies to prove it. If you want to see a, a team that is winning every year, just go to Pensacola to check out the people at MHS Lift. If you have right now a warehouse and you're trying to make the most of what you got there, you're going to need the best equipment. That's Crown. So you're going to get Crown forklifts, pallet jacks, sweepers, aerial equipment, personnel carriers. Then you need the right people. Again, MHS Lift. 
They know how to maintain the product. They know how to offer you the right replacement parts. They know exactly what to do in service and training and fleet management, and they'll come into your warehouse, and they'll tell you how to optimize your profits. It's that simple. When you partner with MHS Lift, you're on the way to championships like they have. The number to call is 888-MHS-LIFT. 888-MHS-LIFT, online at mhslift.com. 